Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the damage of false accusations and much, much more. Press was popping, baby. Mad Jules. Everything is going on with me right now. I am telling you, this has been a fucking week <laughs> for the ages. I get back from now. Check this out. I get back from Canada. You know, I was out there covering the WNBA Canada game. Mm-hmm. So, audience, this is one of those things that I need to learn not to be so happy in life about things. Because the moment you get happy and thinking everything's all good, life humbles you. Because I fly my ass back to Chicago, find out my car had been sideswiped at the fucking parking garage oh, at O'Hare Airport. Oh, damn. Oh, on top of the fact that my flight was delayed and I missed Mother's Day dinner, bro. Oh, because you know I was going to ask you about the Okay, damn. Okay, so we... We had a great time and, and kind of come back and, and then life hit us. Man, life, bro, I'm talking about beat my ass. I'm talking about stomped on me, bro. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So all these, man, you boy so, friends right now, man. I, I, need, I need a kind word because I'm talking about, man, this week here, sheesh. So, Press, let me ask you, did you check with the, the parking tenants or the garage? Do they have any cameras or? Man. So first of all, you know how it is in them damn economy garages. They don't have an attendant, or if they do, it's some dude that sits in his car and probably sleeps half his damn shift. So mm-hmm. first of all, the guy on shift didn't see anything. I asked them to take a look at the camera, and uh-huh. they, they're doing the review of the camera right now, and they're gonna let me know. Okay, okay. I hope, man. I hope something come out of that. Mm-hmm. Would be funny if it's one of these listeners of this show that swipes up my car. <laughs> <laughs> damn. He's in one of these listless. <laughs> uh, take that, pre- take that press. Yeah, I don't like your fucking takes, <laughs> dude. It, you know what? It's kill. It's it's crazy that you said that because my parents was just involved in a hit and run. Oh no! About a couple, about three weeks ago, uh, or two weeks ago, and they was in traffic. They was stopped at a stoplight. A guy came up, hit him in the hit him from the back. Drove around and and drove past the red light and and gone. So not only he slammed into him, he overtook and didn't wait for the light to turn green. He he, he left on the red light, drove forward on the red light. And my parents were sitting there like, "What? The, thank God they they're okay." But you know, it, it's just, it just goes to show you that a lot of people not taking responsibility to hit and run. Listen, it's 
things happen is an accident. But when you do stuff like that, man, dude, you just you just bogus. And in this and in this situation with your parents right there, okay, you rear-ended them. Then you could have made matters even worse because now you ran a red light. He could have killed somebody. Right. Right. Uh, Jesus, all that to get out of a rear end of somebody? You know. Man, was, people, people, you know what, Jules? This is the thing that we talk about on this show all the time. It comes down to people not caring anymore. Mm-hmm. Who does that shit? Right, you ran into somebody's car. Pull over, exchange the information. Let's right. keep it moving. But I guarantee you what the problem you know was, what Jules, pre- that motherfucker didn't have insurance. Probably didn't I have was just license. about to say that. Yep. Yep. And that's a lot. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy how much how much people, I mean, you know, people that's driving around out here don't have any license or no insurance. I, I mean, it's messed up because you hit you hit somebody. Now they you have to now your insurance have to pay for that press. Yeah. You don't like to spend five hundred bucks or a thousand, whatever your deductible is, to get something fixed that somebody else done. Luckily, my deductible was a hundred bucks, but it's still a hundred oh. bucks that I wish I didn't have to pay. Oh, dude, man, I need, hey, man, after the show, man, I need to get your insurance company. <laughs> oh yeah, it's State Farm. We'll talk. Oh, okay, man, hundred dollars deductible, nice. Mm-hmm. Now you pay a little extra now with them low deductibles. Though. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I learned that the hard way. I remember when I was in college, when I would just have insurance just so I could have it. I would have these thousand dollar deductibles. No one was telling me that, hey man, something happened. You got to come up with that thousand dollars. As I got older, I was like, no, no, no. I'll pay more in case something happened. But see, the problem with these insurance companies now, you don't want to have to put too many claims across because then they right. start going up on your damn insurance. They'll go up or they'll drop you. Yeah, right. And and you know what? And that's messed up because you've been paying for insurance for since Adam was born. And <laughs> you you have a couple incidents and they ready to drop. It's like, wait a minute, what about the all the other months I've been, you know, I've been accident free? That sounds like these women in this, bro. You know, you have one or two little slip ups, and all of a sudden they want to break up with your ass. <laughs> you know, I'm not batting a thousand, but still nine hundred is still a damn good average. You know, right? I'm like, shit, ain't nobody perfect now, girl. <laughs> he said one or two little slip-ups in that scene. One little two little minor slip-ups. What are we talking about now? <laughs> still, I'm still a good dude. I'm still a good man. <laughs> a flawed man, but I'm still a good man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but to your point, though, Jules, no, you're right, man. It, it's, it's, a, it's a fucked up system, man, where these people can sit here. If you never have an, an accident, you have paid them tens of thousands of dollars. They over here like la da 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 da. Right now, you right. you have one or two claims in that one year period. Now they over here looking at you like you a problem. Man, that was the point of this insurance. Yeah, man, that's that's what we pay for. That's what we pay you guys for. Hmm. But mm-hmm. enough about me, man. How you doing? Okay. Man? How you doing? Man, prayers. I'm um. Uh, I'm all right. I. You know, we, 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 you know, we talk, I mean, three months in a row, I have to go to a police funeral and it's, I'm man, brother, I'm just, I can't wait for vacation. I got some vacation coming up. You know, we, the wife and I, we're going to head out to the lake house, man. I just, I just need some time away, man. Cause it's, how long, it's, how long y'all going to be out there, man? We're going to be out for two weeks. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah. 
Oh man, Ooh. can't wait. I can't Zeus wait. Zeus going off the grid, y'all. Yes. I'm gonna grow that beard. You know. <laughs> and man, I'm gonna just relax, man. And so Jules, you know what, man? I wanted to, I wanted to like actually, I didn't want to just bring that situation up with officer pressing unless you know, because mm. like I was like, man, I don't know how fresh it is with you, but bruh, that one it hit home for so many reasons for me. First of all, you know, that's the area that I grew up in. And right, I actually right. have some old neighbors that are familiar with the family. Uh, one of my colleagues in media, that was his cousin. I think you even said Novak mm. mentioned to you that that was his cousin mm -hmm. as well. Yes. 24 years old, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. 24. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, dude, prayers. I, <laughs> I, I mean, we talk about life and, you know, you had a great time in Toronto covering the uh, WNBA games. You said a great picture of you, man. Look like you're about to get ready to suit up to go out there and dunk. And, <laughs> man, <laughs> you come home and just, all right, back to oh, things in life. And, you know, and I look at this situation. I have to get word of this. You know, somebody who's going home and just trying to get home, had a long day of work and just want to go home and eat and relax and just take those clothes off and decompress. And no, no, we got, got, got guys and just, you know, doing thuggery and just, you know, and that happened. And it's like, and you look at it, you look at this stuff and read it and you, you look at it, you hear people talk about her and, you know, how at a young age and all she accomplished in 24 years. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. This girl was destined for greatness. And I'm glad you and brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because what do we talk about so many times on the show, how people out here in this world, they don't take advantage of their opportunities. They let life pass them mm -hmm. by. This is a young girl, mm -hmm. man, that was taking the bull by the horns. Oh, dude. 24 years and she was getting her her her, her degree in Judy's uh, in law. Yes. Uh, uh, she wanted to be the superintendent. I mean, she had visions and dreams. Uh, somebody told me she also applied for the FBI. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, other I things. Actually, I, just, I, I heard that too. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, people just saying that she was just so headstrong and driven, but also nice and generally care for people. And, and you know, the commander of the fifth district that she was at, she would always speak. You know, you got people to walk past. I mean, people, I walk past in the hallway, people just scrape the hallways, just not speak to you. Mm. You know, and but she's one of the ones that always speak and just a great spirit and a great soul. I, it, it, it's unfair. You, you look up to the heavens like, man, what the? Jules, you took the words right out of my mouth because this is the thing. I've struggled with this since I was 11 years old. I remember when I stopped going to church, it was for that reason because I used to always sit in my mom and grandma explain to me why the good people I feel like are always the ones that die early and then you get these miserable son of a bitches <laughs> that just live on and on and on and on. Like explain to me why Donald Trump gets to live the long life that he has while a beautiful young woman like this mm -hmm. snuffed out at the age oh, she was with so much unfulfilled potential and promise. Tell me how that's fair. See that's that's the thing it's where not. it struggles with me where I'm like looking up what kind of God does that kind of shit? It, just don't, it, it doesn't make sense, man, when I see that. Parents mm -hmm. should never have to bury their children, bro. No. 
And and then you hear the mother and how she is praying for also the 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 offenders, the 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 kids that took her daughter's life. I, oh man, only only God is with this woman. But you know what, I, I mean. We we've seen that a lot, and but you uh-huh. know what? Yes, people, yes, we have. Our people are resilient because mm-hmm. we can find enough grace in those moments to take us a, a moment to even look at the other people and say, you know what? I pray for you. You're fucking wayward. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And whatever the fuck is going on in your heart, but I still pray for you. That takes a lot, man. Because oh, I man. can't say that I would have those type of feelings and emotions. You kill my daughter. I, no, not now. It, it had been some time at the pass. I don't even know it, Juicy, but you better than me. I don't even know it even then. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but the reason why I'm saying that is when you bring that point up, brother, that shit almost brought me to tears looking at right. that woman, how strong she was. That's strength. That's, that yeah. was something else that she drawed on to speak like that. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was her faith. It was her faith because, <laughs> like you said, bro, I know for me, right then and there, I couldn't be in that courtroom. You no. had to put a line of people in front of me. No way. No way. No, no, no. Not my baby girl. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No, no, no. They would lock me up under that jail. <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah. no more pulling yeah. back yeah. the curtain podcast. Or if you do, yeah, you'll like, you get 10 minutes of me trying to talk to Jules on the payphone. Right. <laughs> Did you get the operator in? Like, to continue this conversation, you need to add another. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe, can you put some more money on my books for next week? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but straight up, though, oh, I'm not trying to make light of this situation, bro. Right, but right. what I'm trying to say is the strength of our people, man. Oh, I saw the neighborhood and the community rally around her. Yes. Yes. It's unfortunately, Prez, we talk about this all the time on the show. Unfortunately, it seems like only times we come together with something like a tragic event or something, you know, right? Somebody lose their life or something bad that happened, then we come together. We should just be all GP, just be all in one accord and together, uh, just off GP. Because why, why do you, why do you think we don't do that? Why do you think that it takes tragedy to bring us together? You know what? I think because a tragedy is like it brings you back into into what's uh what's important. I think it, it reminds you we go by day to day business and operation. We we lose sight of what's 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 precious, and that's life. Mm. You mm. know, it's like you know we get up press. We talk about it. we get up. We 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 go to work. We 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 hang out with the kids, the wives, or you know we we getting stuff done to the house and. You know, just so much stuff that's going on that needs to be addressed or taken care of. We we sit back and don't even look at like, man, you know, take care of ourselves or our loved ones, or 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 be there for our loved ones or in friends, and we take for granted for that. And then until something happens, like, oh my God, come on, no, wait a minute, what, man, this happened. Come on, let's let's check on, let's let, let's let's give up the family. Let's, you know, I, we can see ourselves. We can see this girl. She can be our daughter. You know, our 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 niece. You know what I'm saying? A younger sister, and you, you kind of look at that like, man, you can put yourself in in these in this family shoes. 
and it's and it, and you just just feel sorry for because it's like this girl was going places at a young age and it was just a beautiful young lady and a beautiful spirit and it's like this shouldn't this shouldn't have happened to her and you know what, Jules? It, it teaches you just how senseless these crimes are. Uh -huh. I did tell somebody, I said, not to just, to, to, for me personally, not just because she was a police officer, but the right. fact that this is a person that's coming home from work to the point that you made earlier. Think about how many people come home late for work, 2, 3, 4 a.m. Right. I should be able to come home at any time that I see fit and I have to worry about somebody trying to rob me. And it brings me now to a point when it comes to you, Jules. You need to have your head on the swivel. Oh, bro. Brother. It's almost I tell everybody. It's it, we we living in we living in some unprecedented type times. And it's a it's a jungle out there. Uh just the other day, you had going out there, could have been robberies. Uh, just just all just just off GP. And it's like. Everybody have to have everybody have to have it have their head on the swivel and be aware and be, be aware of your surroundings because I mean it's happening everywhere, Chris. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The place the place uh this young lady lived at like you grew up there. It's not a bad mm -hmm. neighborhood. No, no. You got it's mostly community, man. It's just you know middle right. class you know people you know that come from that area. But see what the problem is, Jules, and to the point that you made and the point that a lot of people don't seem to understand. This shit will come to your front door. Mm -hmm. Yes. People got to have this. They got to stop it with this false sense of, oh, I live in this type of community. Nothing like that will mm -hmm. happen here. No, fuck yeah. that. Okay. You better right. take precaution. I don't give a fuck where you live. Stop thinking that this shit is relegated to certain type of communities. Because we're seeing no. more and more every day that that is not the case. No, I, you know, just always, man, our, our, man, our prayers go out to this family. Hey, and, and any other, you know, and all the other families who, who was, who, who's, you 100%. know, who remember who got cut down in gun violence and just senseless mm -hmm. act of violence where a life is taken. It shouldn't be. Right. You know. Right. But God bless her parents. God bless her yes. mother. Her mother actually accepted her diploma because this yes. beautiful queen died a week before she was supposed to graduate and that to me bro like it's heartbreaking mm -hmm. you go through all that mm -hmm. first of all not only is she working every day but she's also going to school at the same time for a not degree. easy hell not no easy. that ain't easy hell no that level of dedication bro and she didn't even get to have the the sweetness of walking across that stage i tell you man life ain't fair bro life ain't mm -mm. fair it's but not. Th that is why, Jules, I live life to its fullest, man. I try to get the absolute most out of each day that I can get, bro. And it's because when I see stuff like this, bro, it's heartbreaking. This can It's taking everything in me not to get emotional talking about this, bro. This shit is sad. It continues to happen every single day. We have these mass shootings that are happening all across this fucking country, man. And we just business as usual. Right. It happens, we pay attention to it for a second, we go about our lives, like Jules was just talking about a second mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. Every day, man, somebody's getting pulled away from their families. Senselessly. 
Those are the things in this country that are plaguing this country, but people aren't talking about it. No, no, they're not. And it's messed up because it's like, what else have to, the greatest gift God gave you is his life. I mean, once, once it's over, it's over. It's done. It's done. But for the ones who are here, left here in this world, what else more have to happen before somebody can wake up and say, wait a minute, no, we, we must address this. No, nobody's addressing anything about, I went to three funerals in three months. All, you know, brothers and sisters of, uh, of, of, of law enforcement. And it's like, you know, a part, and, and it weighs on me because I'm like, I'm, you know, mentally, I'm drained mentally. And it's like to see that and to go to another funeral. Like I went to a wake yesterday and to see this beautiful lady sitting here. And she shouldn't be. She should be out there doing what she's supposed to be doing. She's supposed to be living life. And no, because people want to do bad things to and hurt people. And and here, here we are. And it's like, when are we going to, when are people who's in position to address things? I know Brandon Johnson, who, who just, you know, he just got inaugurated. To, you know, he's the mayor. He said he's. He's the man now. He's vowing to, 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 to curb this thing, to put some things in place. And, and uh, we should see. Everybody should rally behind him. And because we really need this thing, we really need this thing addressed, press, because it's, it's, it's everywhere. It, mass shootings and other shootings and robberies. And I mean, since COVID, it's been absolute chaos. Since COVID, real talk, real talk. Yeah. And yeah. it's like we got to get back into perspective, man. We got to get back to to balance, and we get back to to you know, say respective, uh, respecting lives and stuff. And it's just, you know, just right now, this is where this is where we at, you know. But see, Jules, you brought up a point when it came to Brandon Johnson, and I want us to be careful of not putting too much on him because he's inheriting these problems. Yeah, yeah, he got a lot on his plate. He got a lot on his plate, but yeah. I I feel to your point though, Jules. That the city council, the aldermen's, law enforcement, the community, hey man, people got to work with this guy, man. If we want to see the change that I feel like a lot of us want to see, it can't be lip service. We got to put some actions right. behind those words. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got to change the way that this stuff is going in this city, but not just the city of Chicago, but look at nationally, right. man. We need our nationally, leadership, right. man, our congressmen, our congresswomen, and senators. We need people. That's committed to making this a better country, man. Because right now, bro, we lost. We're losing. Mm -hmm. Every day we're mm -hmm. losing a battle. And a game that I wish didn't even exist, Jules. Right, right. No, this is a game we don't want to. We don't want this one. We don't want this game. No, no man. Fuck that. No. Uh-uh. So, no, Jules, man. My heart goes out to that family. My heart goes out to mm -hmm. you because, like you said, you've been going to your fair share of these things. And, and my heart goes out to anyone that knew this young woman, her family. My God, man, I just can't imagine what they're going through right now. But, man, dude, um, I just hope that you and I can, like, have a show where we're not talking about somebody senselessly being killed. I just want one week to go by. Well, we could just have good vibes the whole entire show, cause it ain't been this year. Oh, right, man, it's been it's been rough, man. Yeah, oh, no, been rough. yeah. No, I'm just saying it's been rough, but 
we're going to get that show, Press. We're going to get it. Man, I, I like your optimism, Jules. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Listen to the letter for this week. comes over from Angela. And Jules, Angela says she's a 35-year-old woman. And she said, I'm falling for a 46-year-old man. They mm -hmm. met online, Jules. And she said they bonded because they both were very lonely during the final months of the quarantine. Yeah, those muscles, that was something else. I remember that shit. Ooh, isolation. Yeah. She mentions that she works full-time at a school as a counselor. And the guy that she's interested in is a songwriter. Mm -hmm. She said he's actually waited for one of his projects to get assigned to a leading R&B artist who works for a top label. She said that when that happens, he's told her that he's going to have generational wealth at his fingertips. Where the story gets a little bit uh, twisted is the fact that currently Angela is the one that's supporting him financially. Mm -hmm. He's living with Angela. Angela's paying the bills at the place that they live at. And she's also footing the bill for his travel, for his studio time, for all the things that he's doing right now to fulfill his dreams. Angela says, I know as a woman that men always say that they feel like when they have dreams that they don't feel like those dreams are supported by their woman. And she said that now that she feels that she's got a good brother, she's trying to support him. But she said that she's also kind of torn the line of feeling used at the same time. And she's wondering, Jules, is she doing too much in this situation? Or should she just continue to be patient and wait for him to blow up like she thinks that he's going to blow up? Hmm. You know, Prez, this is a this is a valid question because you don't want to get to a point where you fitting you you footing everything and my man chilling and going out, uh, you know, going places and you know uh, trying to promote what his vision and but still, still food need to be put on the table, bills need to be paid, lights need to be on, water need to run, and I'm pretty sure it's not easy having a one-income household. if I mean, a teacher, a teacher, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much she makes, but um, she should, I would say she should ask the question on how we looking for, you know, how's it looking for us, the executives to to look at his song, right? His, his songs, his, you know, and receiving some residuals some 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 royalties from it you know and you know she needs something you know to say okay i can i can i can keep on because right now she's not seeing anything and she's getting you know i guess she's getting a little impatient so if he can provide her something where you know we're close i talk to such and such i'm having a meeting here and then you know and maybe it gives her hope to keep on to keep on going because it's not, you know, it's it's not easy. So, I I would I would ask him, I would ask him how we look. And if nothing, if nothing's going on, I would say, hey, listen, and at least you can get it, be a part time something, you know, work something. At least you can bring in and help out because she she needs help. That's what eventually she's saying she needs help. So that's what I would probably do. I probably ask what's how far along, how we looking, and if not, then talk to the brother. Like, hey, listen. I'm doing everything. I'm getting a little tired. The money's a little thin. If it's possible, if you just get some part-time where you can help me out while also pursuing, pursuing your dreams. I mean, Jules, you kind of took the thought right out of my mouth, man. I think for me personally, Angela, 
I think you're a godsend because mm -hmm. to the point that you made in your letter, us men that you have a lot of ambition, you do want a woman in your corner, man, because that person in your corner, man, that should be your biggest cheerleader. That should be your biggest fan. The number right. one, just anything you're doing, that person's like, no, my guy, he's got this. He's this. He's the best songwriter ever, right? And it sounds like that's the kind of person she is, Jules. However, mm -hmm. I always feel like that sometimes people take your kindness for weakness. And I feel like this man is kind of taking your support and kind of running away with it a little bit. He's taking it for granted, in my opinion. Because to the point that right. Jules made, he can go out there and drive Uber. He can go do Uber Eats. Uh -huh. He can go do Lyft. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Get a job, bro. How how but you so you 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 write how long it take to write songs? Is, is that all you're doing? Come on, man. Right. There's a lot of guys right. out here with dreams. And I remember I mean, Jules, you know that I was related to the late Bernie Mac. This man drove uh -huh. a bread truck during the daytime where he'd be riding around the city, providing for his family, right? Jokes, working on, on material during the day, and then up all night performing. At clubs, making fifty dollars here, sixty dollars here. You guys yes. tell me fifty dollars here, sixty dollars here, doing mm -hmm. whatever he could to make it. You know what I'm saying in this industry. So my whole thing is, there's a lot of guys out here, man, that's got dreams. It's a lot of songwriters, a lot of rappers, a lot of artists. But bro, until you make it big, hey, you gotta make sure the lights are gonna be on at the house. Yes, I, I tell you one thing about them bills. They are <laughs> on time. They, they don't come stop. on time. They don't stop. They don't stop. It, it's not like, oh, you know, go ahead and skip this month. <laughs> Man, you can, you can, Bex, be sure you look in that mailbox, you got a letter. Somebody, mm -hmm. yeah, you pay this by such and such. I mean, yeah, so no, nah, she really need to have a serious conversation with this brother. Hey, listen, listen, hey, listen, I, I'm, I'm supporting you. He can't say you have it because you've been doing it, but he just needs to step up. That's all. He needs to step up and do some things and to help her out. Now, you know, until until his thing comes happen. And we hope it does. Hey. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but until but until then, you need to help this woman out because <laughs> next thing you know, you're gonna be you'll be out the house now. <laughs> yeah. Cause listen, man, well, hey, they say, man, when a woman's fed up, Jules, you know, Boy, you better no, do ain't no coming back from that. Yeah, you better show something. Mm -hmm. I mean, because Angela. Is the reverse of that Ebony K. Williams. Now, that one, that shit had me fucking, that had me fucked oh, up, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes, yes, yes. Let's let's, let's write about that. <laughs> so, what was Shorty saying? She said that, uh... He needs to own the bus company. She, <laughs> she, she, she said she, she do need to own the bus company. Yeah, she ain't gonna date no bus driver. Right. He better own the bus company. Mm -hmm. And basically out here trying to put it out there to saying that black women need to raise their standards when they come to black men and not accept that men that do just any type of old job. Uh, mm. And I'm like, that was a lot that she unpacked in that little conversation. And see, Jules, you and I, we kind of we kind of toy around these gender roles and people's opinions and expectations of what men should do versus what women should do. But Ebony, you know what I'm saying? Since you opened up Pandora's box. Yeah. Yeah. Press, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go first because I'm pretty sure you have a lot to say for for our girl Ebony. Uh -huh. Oh, listen, she she's entitled to date whoever, right? 
just the comment was just all wrong. She was talking to Ayana. Of course, everybody know who Ayana is. Hey, man, she trying and to save people's lives. She needs to save Ebony's fucking life. I, I don't know if there's any. I don't know if if, if it's even worth saving because, <laughs> because you know after that, after she still stand by her comment. Yeah, she, that you know it, she doubled down. She so Ayana was for the ones who didn't hear about this. Ayana was talking to it and she, you know, Ebony was complaining, but you know, talking about, you know, about good men. It's hard to find a good man, a man of your standards, or whatever the case may be. And Ayana said, listen, let, let me ask you a question. Would you date a bus driver? Now, a bus driver makes pretty damn good money. Yes, probably sir. not to, probably probably not towards Ebony standards, but they know bums. I'll just say that. You can, you know, you can support your, you can support yourself and your family on a bus driver's salary, just like police and fire and, uh, you know, other other professions. It's, it's, it's a profession. Streets is saying, you know, whatever. Ebony said, no, the brother needs to own the bus company. So which which means she she wants a man with money. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know how much she makes. I never looked up. Hell, I ain't never even heard of her until till then. But. I mean, she's entitled to date whoever she date, but she 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 left it hanging like, no nah, no, nah, this is this is the only person. I'm, if you don't if you're not own the bus company or if you're not a CEO or whatever, because you ain't bringing a real bread, you know some, uh, you know whoever, then you she's not she's not gonna date you. And Ayana was just trying to put on point. Well, that's the problem. Even though he's a bus driver, he loves the job and treats you as a queen. That's it, it, ultimately that's what you're looking for—a man who want to treat you like a queen, not to gonna take advantage of you. You know, be there for you whenever you need somebody to talk to. He's there whenever you need to go out to eat or you have somebody at home, the companionship, build a family, trust, whatever. There, that's what she was trying to put you on. Or put you on. So his profession is not a CEO. He's not making the big two hundred fifty thousand a year and above. But he's bringing a hell of a lot that money can't buy. That's what Ayana was trying to get, get her to understand. He's coming more than just financial. He's coming with, you know what I'm saying, with love and companionship. Something that, that's priceless. You know, but she didn't get it. She And, and that's, that's why she's single. And that's why she buys herself. I, I think, I don't know her, her status or whatever, you know. But what, what she said was out of pocket. And that's why people are coming for it because... It's a prestigious, you know, you got brothers out here who's working, who's working. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody's going to bring the big bucks like, you know, what she's talking about. I mean. And but, not everybody's going to be a fucking CEO of a company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you have a good brother who's working hard, but also come home and treat you like you want to be treated, then what's the problem? Ebony, I think Ebony missed it when she, and, and, you know, and, 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 you know, I get it. Okay, okay. You you want somebody who you, you you're what is she prayers? I'm sorry. What 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 does she do for a living? I know she's on the Real Housewives shows. So uh, okay, yeah. so she's she's one of those reality show uh personnel personality type type women. I mean, I don't know how much she make, but I mean, let's be honest. What do you and do? I, and, I, and I also think that she um. I don't want to just limit her just to the real housewives. That was me just okay. being a jerk. She's okay. also a lawyer as well. She's yeah. okay, 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 cool. A lawyer. I, I think that's I I think a lot of people come for it because she she 
she she missed it what what Ayana was trying to say and saying that well, you know, since I, I want a man who owns the bus driver or, or or the bus company and and I'm not gonna settle, but it, you, you, I I think a lot of people just come out because she missed it. She missed what what, what was trying to be instead. And she just looking at just a status more than anything than being happy or you know or finding somebody who's companion you know who's compatible. And who'll be there for her? I mean, she missed it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Castle's coming at it, and, and you know, Charlemagne and all the other you know people just coming at it, like you know, she's straight trying to fight, but but still, you 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 was you was bogus for that. You was bogus. Yeah, she was bogus. Mm-hmm. And Jules, you brought up a fair point, right? We are all entitled to our opinions, right? Yeah. I have opinions that not everybody agrees with, but however. I draw the line, man, on folks that look down on people for what they do for a living. And you know what, Jules? I don't know if you've ever peeped this about me. I very rarely even tell people what I do. Because to me, the lowest form of communication or the lowest form of conversation is money. Whenever I'm around people and all they're talking about is what they do and what they have and what they're buying, Mm. I tune Mm -hmm. the fuck out. I know we was at a, we was at an event and we both looked at each other. At, you know yep. what I'm talking about. Yep, we know who we talking about, and we yep. haven't kicked it with that person since. Yeah, because that person went on and told you what he if he didn't tell you one time what he had, he told you 25 times what he had. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is people like that. You're not happy. That don't fulfill you because you got to sit here and feel good about yourself, and you have to tell everybody all this stuff about you to make you feel good. So anyway. The point of me saying that is, I don't give a shit if you're a bus driver. I don't give a shit if you're a janitor. Do you people realize that for a lot of us African-Americans, when our family members did that migration up from the South, what type of jobs do you think that our grandparents and our ancestors did? Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did she get the fucking nerve to come out of her neck and look down on her brother for having a for having a job as a bus driver? Because if he did, if he didn't have a job, she would have something to say. Right. So it's like you, you can't win for lose sometimes with these situations. You get these stuck up ass people out here that they want you to have a certain type of job. They want you to drive a certain type of car. You gotta have a certain type of house. You gotta look a certain kind of way. You gotta dress a certain kind of way. They want you to have a certain size, you know what? They they want mm-hmm. all these things. Right. They want you to be a purple-headed unicorn. Meanwhile, what you bring to the table? What you coming with? Wait, wait, hold on, Prince. You, you heard what Steve Harvey said. <laughs> you already know what I'm getting ready to say about him. That bald forehead ass motherfucker. He don't need to tell me nothing. <laughs> Okay, I'm just I just like to mess with you, Prince. I look, Jules. I I swear to God, that man he is the last person that anybody on this earth should be listening to about some advice on marriage. And look at that daughter of his. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Mm. Mm. Well, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Jules over here getting me fired up, y'all. I'm just trying to tell y'all. <laughs> that's the show ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but see I think what she thought she was doing Jules I think she thought she was helping women I think she was trying to tell women oh don't settle you know what I'm saying and this and that and blah 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 but my whole thing is you looking down on people that work hard you looking down on people that's trying to make an honest living 
Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the message. Right. That, that's the problem that I had. That's the problem right. that I have with it. Because I'll tell you what, they, Jules, I ain't never met nobody that told me, oh, man, I, I, I wash windows and this and that. I'm like, guess what, dude? Salute to you. You pay your bills. You ain't asking me for nothing. I don't give a fuck. Right. You ain't out there sticking nobody up for theirs. Thank you. Thank you. You ain't you know? knocking me upside my head. We're having this conversation about what you do for a living. Cool. Right. But no, Jules, I just, I'm not with that kind of shit. I, I'm not with the superficial shit. You know what I'm saying? I grew up the way I grew up, Jules. You remember coming over to my house and my grandmother's house when I was a shorty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, we had what we needed. I didn't have a lot of extra stuff. No excess, nothing. I was just fine then, and I'm just fine now. Mm -hmm. In fact, I always tell people, I probably was happier then because I didn't know. See, what happens is ignorance is bliss. Because then when you learn about the other side of the way things go, then people have this pressure to try to keep up with other people. They have this right. pressure of, I should have this and I should have that. Listen, you live your own life. You run your own race. You run at your own pace. I always tell people that. When I'm running in the 5K, I'm not worried about what this person's pace over here is. If they come out gangbusters and going, listen, maybe that's their pace. All right. I can worry about is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think the people need to worry about them, what their career aspirations are, worry and focus on that. But I tell you one thing, men or women, don't be discouraged because if you have a blue-collar job and somebody's looking down to you about that, fuck them and fuck their feelings about that shit. Right. It's people that are probably listening to the show and say, oh, Prez, you're getting your feelings about her opinion. She should have an opinion. Well, guess what? It's fine that she have an opinion. That's fine. Right. It's fine. However, it's a dangerous-ass opinion to make because it's coming across as somebody like her that has a little money. It comes off like she's looking down on somebody, and it's coming off tone deaf. Yeah, that's all. That's all. It, it, you know, it's one of them. It's one of the a, a bus driver. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. Like, shit. Who? First of all, who are you to say what's, you know, what's 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 good and bad? You know. Right. Like, so it's like, who who are you? <laughs> Yeah, and then she gonna sit up here and try to say, "Well, Black America, if you if if you look at Black America right now, we're not positioned as well as other people because we accept all these type of conditions." And I'm like, "Lady, that ain't why Black America's conditioned or positioned the way that it is. You need to do a little bit more homework, and you can understand <laughs> why things are the way that they are for us. This and even how I talk about on this show, Jules, how I'm trying to enter a space in media, right? That's predominantly white, right, right." Gotta understand there's levels to this thing in life. Mm -hmm. And we're making paths and we're making ways for ourselves. But we can't paint with a broad brush and act like all of Black America hasn't had success because we have. Right. But also, who is she to measure success? Because one person may have a simple job where they make $50,000 a year, Jules, and they're like, I'm fine. I'm good. That's their success. Right. Thank you. That's their success. You, you know, and, and and then she, since she's in this position, what's wrong with her? Well, okay, let's say if she did get with a bus driver, and uh, God God invented uh, Eve to be a helpmate. You know what I'm saying? God invented women for for men to be a helpmate, not to be a slave. You know, but for help to help to partner out. Now, if she would have got this bus driver, it's no telling what they can achieve together. They can help him. They can put together a plan to help him so he, he can get a bus company. That's what, 
you know, if that if that's the if that's the case, or maybe he does want to have his own bus company, but right now don't have the the means or the or the finances, to, and he's and getting with her, and he truly loves her, and and vice versa. They both help each other out where he can own his own bus company. I I mean, it's money is the root of all evil, and you shouldn't you know place it above all other things because it's can't take it with you, right? It's material. It, it doesn't satisfy you, you know. That's why, like you said, prayers. There are certain things that you know they have to like always have to boast and say, "Hey, I got this," or "Look at my, look at this, take a picture of this, and flaunt this thing," because you know, really, ultimately, they're not really happy. No. Mm -hmm. So. No, they're empty on the inside, and they think mm -hmm. that material stuff and possessions make them feel some kind of way. And yeah. I know a lot of people in those type of situations. They live in these nice gaudy places and stuff like that but they find no joy in life they find no joy with themselves i'm like shit when was the last time you smiled mm. that's a problem man bro i found something every day to laugh about jules i don't care how tough life gets mm -hmm. i find mm -hmm. something that brings joy to me and i feel like there's some people out here like ebony k that you need to have status to make you feel some kind of way about yourself. And it's sad. It's a sad existence. It really is. And mm -hmm. it, it also kind of sets up this whole gold digger conversation that you can't talk to me if I'm driving the bus. I have to own it. So if I own it, then that means that I'm that I'm I'm suitable for you. I'm fit for you. Right. I, I can't tell you any female that I've ever dated because of the type of job that she had. I dated because she was a good person. Ex right. Press. Come on, press. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I'll take this uh -huh. step further. I dated because she looked good. It, there you go. How'd her body looking, Press? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on now. Say, come on. Don't get me fired up. Right. Man. But you know, so yeah. Right. Uh, you said be fired up. <laughs> right. Oh, hey, she I don't care what you do. Come on over here. Yeah, talk by you. your drink. Yeah, we'll talk to you. <laughs> that man didn't deserve you. You know, you know, whatever. You know how it go. Right, you know, right. I don't have to tell y'all. Sometimes the men in the past, they just didn't know how to treat a woman like yourself, right? So that's mm -hmm. why guys like Jules and I, we come in. Oh, yeah, we scoop it up. Pick up the pieces. Scoop it. Scoop it well, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, boy. I'm doing mess with y'all on this. John Morant, Jules. Uh-oh. We need to unpack this one, man, because the first time John Moran got into his foolishness, we didn't even bother mm -hmm. him. We left him alone. We like, you know, yeah. strip club doing dumb shit, got the gun out, thinking it's cute on Instagram. And now, dog, he does it again, man. Riding around the car with a goddamn gun up, Jules. Mm. And they recorded it live on Instagram again. Mm. You mm. got suspended the first time for eight games. It cost mm -hmm. yourself a spot on the All-NBA team. You lost $39 million in contract earnings potentially on your extension. Right. What the fuck, Jules? Well, I think John Morant's, uh, John Morant's uh, father needs to have a little talk with him. Because you, you can tell, you know, the father kind of, you know, playing the friend role. It, it, just by outside looking in, what I see, you know, being at the game stuff. Okay. But also, he needs better selection on who he hang with. Now, ultimately, this is John Morant, and John Morant only can change this thing around. 
I don't know if he's trying to. I don't know if he's trying to fit in with the, with the, the class that think turning up like you know uh, turning up like that is cool. I may be a little old fashioned. I may be outdated, but dancing on top of cars, you know, guns on Instagram and talking stuff, throwing up the crip sign or whatever. I don't constitute as fun or being cool, but John Morant does. But the only problem is John Morant is a professional NBA player who makes a lot of money. And what he's doing look 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 down and frowned upon against the NBA, you know, organization and also the other players that are just like, wait a minute, no. You, you when you do that, you you represent something more than yourself. Listen, bro. You're 24 and you got all the uh, 23 or whatever the case may be, you got all this money. And I, I you gotta start making better decisions. That's that's all. You gotta start making bad decision you you have to listen when you grow up you got to put away childish things there was a time you act like a child you spoke like a child you ate child food now you're a grown man you got to put that childish shit away put that child put that bullshit away flashing guns going out with okay. strip clubs but like, get that bullshit you're a professional NBA player you're a professional NBA player start acting like it because unfortunately you get people looking at that and saying oh man John Murray is cool no no. no, no, it's not. What he does on the basketball court is cool, right? What you yeah. do on the basketball, right? You you play, you are gifted. Yeah, yes, he is. Leave that bullshit alone, man. That's all that, all that, 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 that shit dancing on hood and guns. That's bullshit. Who cares? Who cares? You got a gap. Okay, so what? You ain't shit. What you gonna do? Somebody approach you? You ain't gonna bust shit. Nah, he ain't squeezing off. No, and, neither, and these are them clown ass dudes that he in the car with. No, so I stop it, stop it. Act like a act like a fucking uh, a man in NBA, you know NBA professional. Act like a professional. I could, you know, you want to come out and yeah, you know, gave a statement. Yeah, I need work to. No, it, it doesn't take much. Actions speak louder though. Right. It don't much. Just stop acting like a fucking clown. <laughs> you know, act like grown up. You're, you, I mean, here's what you, we, do, oh. you, you, you get, you, you, you made it. You made it out. You made it. He, and you know what? He grew up in the suburbs anyway, so he ain't got no excuse to be acting like this. He's in Boston. And and and, and my thing right. is, stop trying to be something that you're not, man. Like that's the thing. It's like I've had people that try to insult me because I don't live in the hood. I live in the suburbs, kind of thing. That ain't no damn insult. I will gladly raise my hand and say I don't live in the hood. I right. live in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. That ain't no insult to me. No. And anybody with that type of mindset to think that's an insult, the last on you. But with a guy like John Morant, he has this in his head where he thinks he's going to be accepted by acting like a fucking right. clown. Right. By acting like a fucking thug. Right. Bro, you got hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. What are you doing? Why are you throwing up gang signs, bro? Right. Don't he realize that his people out here in this world, they don't play like that? They see you doing all that shit. They will pull up on you right. and show you what time it is. Right. Remember, Jules, all the rappers and shit start popping up then. What you think that was about? That was gang shit. Mm -hmm. People out here, man, they play for keeps. 
Now, you brought up John Moran's father. Uh-huh. First of all, I think he's part of the damn problem. Uh, yeah. He's not a father. Exactly. That's why I said he needs to stop being acting like a friend. He'd yeah. be a father. Yeah. But he sit up there, he act like he wanted the boys. What? You're not one of the boys. I don't care if you are on his payroll. You still that boy's father. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn how much money he got in the bank. Well, my son acting like a goddamn fool, he gonna know about it. Right. All right, fall in line, man. You know, yeah. straighten up. Straighten up. You got my last name out here playing like you got some, acting like you got no damn sense. And, and, and Jules, for me, it's the repeating the same stupid behavior again. Mm-hmm. It's like, what did you learn from the first time, bro? You, you damaged your reputation over something stupid. Now it's just like people are just looking at you like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? Well, Prez, well, Prez it's not that long ago since the last incident. Right. So it, it goes and tell you, you ain't learned a damn thing. He need to give him some better friends. I'm sorry, Julie. Exactly. Ain't no damn way you or I, if one of us was in job arrest situation, first of all, you wouldn't, leave me, you wouldn't let me leave the house with the burner. You like press? You good, man? Or are we about to go ride? Hey, right. you ain't got nothing on you, right? Okay, because you don't need to. You know that's what we here for. We, right? We, we got that thing on us now. We ain't right. gonna be riding around flashing it now. Exactly. But you ain't gonna let me be out here doing dumb shit. That's the thing. John don't even realize, man, that long term, what he's doing to his career right now with these dumbass mistakes, thinking he's so hard, bro, man. Just be who you are. You a kid that grew up in the suburbs with both your parents. Man, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with you it. Got, you got a daughter, man. Be an example for your daughter. Yeah, yeah. I I do not know. I mean, you you know, like you said, the problem is got too many yes people, father yes, you know, father yes, friends yes. Nobody's in there checking him when, when he step out of line. And he, unfortunately... Yes, he's an he's an adult, but he's a twenty three year old with millions, you know, millions in debt. Really, he probably feel that nobody can tell him anything, and and that's messed up because it's like, bro, no, you 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 are one of the percentage where you can do so much for the community, and then you also did the things that you worked. It's not easy to get to the NBA. Hell no, it's not easy. So you put in the work, you're special, you, you all the time and effort and schooling and, and camps and, you know, you, you're there. So, brother, it's just simple. This thing is simple here. You don't need no, no intervention, nothing like that. Just simple here. Lose the losers and start, start being a professional. Start being a grown-up. Start, let's start making smart decisions. Now, one thing you can do, stop fucking videotaping everything. But for some reason, young people just want to videotape everything. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, that, that's part of it, but just stop it but, with the dumb behavior. Too, right. right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, but yeah, to your point, too, everything don't deserve to, everything don't need to be on the internet. I get you. I get you. But it's this damn day and age where everybody want to go viral. It's right. dumb shit. But I don't know, man. Like I, like I said, man, I, 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 it was painful for me to go in on them like this, man, because you know I'm not about demonizing folks, but Man, bro, he, he don't realize that he's got opportunity to be in this world in ways that people that look like him probably won't ever be able to do. He'll be able right. to go places, see things, mm-hmm. 
meet people that some of us never will. He's got to be able to take advantage of these opportunities and not squander his opportunity. Because with anything that we, if if anything that we've seen in the past, Jules, we've seen as quick as they'll give it to you, they'll take that shit away from you. Yeah, dude, yeah, you're right. You see, they take away a few things already. Yeah. So I, you know, a lot of I was watching a lot of, you know, uh, first take and all that, and talking about yeah, he, you know. He could be done and stuff. I don't, eh, he's not done. No, he ain't but done. he he but he he took a hit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and rightfully so because it's such a a short time for the first instance. And this one, it's like okay, well you, I right, you think fat meat ain't greasy? So now we got to kind of you know show you a little bit. So uh, you know, John, just you know, hell, you know what to do. You know what to do. You know, let's just do it. All right, let's just straighten up. Well, Jules, let's get into the to the to the nuts and bolts of this episode. So, obviously, all this this episode right here, we're gonna talk about the damage to somebody's reputation when false accusations are made against them. So, one of the things that me and Jules want to talk about in the show is the fact that we don't victim blame, right? If something mm-hmm. happened to someone, we want them to come forward. We want you to be able to tell your story. We want the person that harmed you in any kind of way to be held accountable. But the reason why I feel like this show is important, Jules, because there's so many people that decide, for whatever reason, to make up accusations about people, to destroy them financially, to get people not to like them, whatever the, the motivation. You don't know what it is. But we don't hear enough about what happens to these individuals that make these false accusations. We always hear about the person that was accused of whatever. We see how it damages their brand and their reputation and even impacts them financially. Because a lot of times, Jules, these people have to go hire an attorney to fight things that have been levied against them. And even if the courts will say, hey, we didn't find any truth to these accusations, the court of public opinion, Jules, will still think uh, you're still guilty. You just hired a lawyer, and the lawyer just, you know, saying got you off. Mm, so cool. the damage is done. So when we think about the situation with Matt Areza, the NFL punter, who basically mm. was accused of raping a 17-year-old while he was in college, he was drafted into the NFL. They cut his ass immediately. He'd been out of the league ever yes. since. And let's be honest, Press. They said this dude can kick from 80 yards out. Oh, man, that motherfucker, he a, he a punk. He a punk god. Punk god. Mm. And, and, and that's not, you know, that's, that, you get most punters can't even, you know, kickers and, you know, not you nowhere near touching that. And for a cat with a talent like that and get nobody picked him up. The prosecutors didn't make charges against him. Mm-hmm. They also had no proof that he was even there at the time where the young lady was assaulted because there was an incident that happened there. However, she said that he was the one that led her into being gang raped. And they're saying, actually, my man left that party hours before whatever happened. Right. There is also video of her going around talking about how many guys she had sex with at the party. And again, I'm not a victim blame type person, but what I will say is when there's evidence out there about somebody we can't ignore that evidence. But also at the same time, it doesn't excuse bad behavior. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, if 
this person was not there. And if this person didn't have anything to do with you being raped, then why bring them into it? That's well, the you, problem that I have. Yeah. Because you're ruining someone's you, life. You know, right. Right. Well, like I said, he was he was he was there and then he left early. But because yeah, uh, he apparently he like had sex with her or something at some right, point exactly. during the party. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened, you know, he was he was in according to the story, he was in, in back uh you know at a spot, you know, she came back there, you know, yep. underage, but she lied about her age. Yeah, she was telling everybody that she was 18. She was 18, but she was 17 to get to a party. Okay. Not the first and not the last. But Hey, if my man didn't do nothing, or if or if this is what you wanted, you know, I'm just 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 speaking. This is what you wanted, but why mess with him? You know, and, and other cats, you know, see that, and I don't know what happened at this party, but uh, obviously there's an allegation that you know a couple of cats end up doing things to her. But put the focus on 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 Matt. The only reason why she put the focus on Matt because it's all about you know trying to get money, and he has the name, and he has the name, right? So, but only, but, but what we we'll talking about, prayers, because he, even though he was there early, maybe they, they, you know, they did something according to reports, but he wasn't actually in the, you know, did the, 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 the rape, you know, allegation of the rape. Then now you mess my man, you know, you know, he, his, his, his careers for, for right now, it's his own hope. You know, nobody want to touch him because of this, but if there's no evidence, I mean, if there's evidence that he wasn't there in this, then, then it's false accusations. Then it's then you go to a uh, 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 character assassination, defamation of the character. You know. So and and it's serious because now, I mean, now he's just out there. A, but then B, you're out there too because you know this happened to you, and it's unfortunate. It should never happen. But what do you do from here? Well, that's okay. the point I was making earlier. Even right. when you're found innocent, right? right. Yourself, what do you you're do? Still guilty. Right. Do from here, and <laughs> and you still carry the stigma of that accusation. It follows you forever. You know, I'm not going to touch the Jonathan Major situation because that was still going on, and I don't know what man. you believe there, dude. I mean, my man, he man, he. I'm still trying to figure out what happened. My head, my head, spit on that one. Like, damn, what happened? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's saying one thing, and I'm like, wait a minute, you accused them, now you send all these text messages saying another thing, but but then some people did say to me, they're like, well, that's how cycles of abuse work, right? Where she's like saying all this stuff, because she, now she's worried about him getting in trouble. So again, on that one, I'm not going to speak on, because we don't know what mm -hmm. happened there. But mm -hmm. I'm saying, this situation right. here, we mm -hmm. talking about with this punter. Mm -hmm. That shit went right, man. Because that girl knew that she was having a good time. I think some shit got twisted where she probably the next day felt like a fucking fool because of what she did the night before. Mm. Ain't no telling how many people she got with at that party. Right, exactly. And, if you, guys think I'm, and if you guys think I'm making it up, all you gotta do is Google it. And I'm not telling you what her name is, but Google the story. Right, right. There's a YouTube video out there where she talks about how many people she had sex with at the party. You make your opinions from what you see from watching that and I'll make my opinions from what I saw from that and also from reading through the evidence. And the evidence, to me, points to a guy that, yeah, he did do something with this girl. 
but it don't seem like it was forced according to what the witnesses said that were there. Yeah, seemed like it was consensual. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, a part of me think somebody found out and now she had to, because a lot of times when I go to, when I go at work and go to jobs, when somebody got raped or, you know, accusation of, of rape, it'd be the mom who find out and then really push an envelope. Uh, not to say this is what happened here, but I mean, I mean, prayers, my God. I mean, if somebody found out, like, like there's probably texts and pictures or whatever the case may be. And then, like you said, the next day she, you know, woke up and like, my God, what the, what the hell happened? And here's a, here's the story. But you was there, you was 17. You, I'm, nobody's saying here that you went there to get rid but 17, you go to a frat party or a party with, with adults. I mean, where there's, where there's alcohol, you have to be careful. And then there's people there that you like, like, you know, like Madden, you got up with them and, and, and you left. But then and there's, you know, you got, you know, the other football team or whoever and things happen. And now you make this story and it's like, okay, but... Uh, it's damaging. So, you know, the, the lesson here is be careful, be, be careful where you're going, be careful what you do, because, you know, and, and then if, if you do things that, hey, you wanted it, I mean, don't make up a story where you, you affect somebody else or, or you, you do things where you affect yourself, your livelihood. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just messed up. I mean, this. Just messed up prayers. I mean, there, if there's, and then another thing, if there's uh, evidence that Matt was gone, what is saying, you know, he should be, uh, team should, owner should be uh, heated at and just, you know, and have him try out and have him go on with his, go on with his career. Yeah, because like, like I told you, he got cut. I mean, the yeah. Buffalo Bills, when, yeah. when that came out, they were like, nope, you're out of here. You're yeah. done. Yeah, you're done. And, and good for them for doing so. But the point is, though, is that damage that that does, right? Because in his situation, he lost an NFL contract. Mm-hmm. Reputation is shambles because everybody looking at him like, this dude a rapist. And there's a, there's a lot of stigmas that it's tough for a man to be. A rapist, being an abuser, hitting someone. Those are things that, man, if somebody accuses you of those things, you ain't shaking that shit anytime soon. And it's damaging. So, if it's not true, then it sucks for victims that really have these things happen because people are going to sit up here and look at this person like, well, did it really happen to you? What are you trying to get out of this? And that's why I feel like, man, it's no percentage in making stuff up. And I don't, I really don't understand why people do it, Jules, because if you're trying to get back at somebody, man, there's other ways, man. There's really other ways. I, just, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean... That's like when you, well, that's like prayers. That's like when you're in grade school and you told a story on somebody and everybody believed it and, you know, then they shamed the person. But, you know, you sitting up there like it's all a lie. So you can, you know, you should be convicted on it. But it's just not nice because now everybody thinks that person smell or that person's is, you know, you have a mental uh, handicap or, you put that out there, like you said. Now you got this stigma that, hey, you know, 
you're a rapist. And and it's not fair because you put that on that person. Nobody's really talking about you. No. It's all you know him. what I'm saying? Nobody really talking about you. They're no. just talking about him because he had more to lose. You know, he got this NFL contract. You got a God for a God gift. You know, a, 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 a one night, one night event. And so far, it's, it's, it's over. You know, so far. So... People just gotta be mindful and be be uh and have to you know, you know just like I say just be mindful mindful of that, you know false accusations because it's very damaging. And like I said, man, all it takes is one person to make a, an accusation against someone, and dude, just think about how that spreads, right? Especially mm-hmm. with social media, how we talk about that. That shit will spread through like wildfire. Oh, dude. I had an example recently where a guy, he came up to me and he was like, man, he's like, this woman accused me of like vandalizing her car. And he was like, dude, I had all these people sending notes to my job at work or in my HR department saying that I vandalized this woman's car. Come to find out he had nothing to do with it. She vandalized the car herself. Mm. Mm-mm. He broke up with her and she was getting back at him. That's not right. No. No, nah, that's like that's like a girl tell you she's pregnant, but y'all you know y'all end it and like oh I'm pregnant you know and but she's really not. It's like what? Who does that? It happens a lot, man. Yeah, yeah it does. It happens a lot, but I I think and also what I would say to, to here because I don't want people that's out here doing fucked up shit. I'm not letting you off the hook. Mm-hmm. If y'all out here doing foul shit, man, and I don't, it's not just to women. If you're just doing foul shit in general, then you need to be held accountable. My message here in this episode is for people out here, man. If something happens to you in a relationship that your feelings got hurt, there's better ways to get it back at the person than making false accusations against them, than ruining their reputation, trying to ruin their life. Those things have damaging ramifications for people. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. We shouldn't do that shit. We, We really shouldn't because... There's real victims out here. And those real victims deserve justice for the things that happen against them. But the problem is, because of the people that have these fake accusations, no one's going to take that person and actually have the shit happen. They're not going to take them at their word. And a lot of times what happens is those actual victims won't even come forward and say anything because they're fearful that no one's going to believe them. Or they're Mm -hmm. fearful that people are going to blame them. Now, that's the other aspect of the damages right. side of these people that make f- these false accusations. Right. That's a good point. And I'm sure you see it all the time, Jules. I see, I'm sure you come into a situation where you like someone that said, hey, this guy did this or some guy said she did this, right? It's all this he said, she said shit. But that's just fucked up, man. It's, it's toxic. It's damaging. And in this society, we don't have time for that shit. Let's stop making up narratives. For attention, for clout, for money, for financial gain, whatever the, the reasons. You're a sick individual if you're making up accusations against someone. It's just, it's sick. Mm-hmm. And you need to mm-hmm. go get help if you're doing that kind of shit to somebody. It's ridiculous. Jules, gonna hit him with that curtain call, bro. Press this curtain call goes out to Chicago Cred. Chicago Cred works with community leaders, like-minded organization, and hundreds of young and women to radically reduce gun violence and bring hope back to Chicago. 
Karez's holistic approach brings together proven models, street outreach, life coaching and counseling, violence prevention, workforce development, advocacy and prevention to create change in the South and West Side communities of Chicago. Chicago Craig, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain podcast family, salute you and we appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. Thanks for listening.